The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. We're only five short weeks away from the start of the fantasy playoffs. Where is this year gone i don't know but we are here with week 10 must start running back ranking so let's get into it we're trying to get dubs this week because we're, we're all about winning championships around here boys and girls let's ride welcome back in welcome back in so let's go ahead and get into it let's start with our top 12 running backs for week 10 we have christian mccaffrey Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, Travis Etienne, Alvin Kamara, Damian Pierce, Josh Jacobs, Dalvin Cook, Kenneth Walker, and Miles Sanders wrapping up our top 10. So so first things first, let's talk about Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time here. You're obviously starting both those guys. Both of them have been studs this year. They get absolutely dream matchups this week. It gets two of the worst run defenses in the league. So both those dudes are in absolutely great spots. Uh, furthermore, let's talk about another player, uh, Travis Etienne. He's in a great spot this week against Kansas City. Uh, he's seen over 40 touches over the last two games. Uh, great spot for him this week. But the guy I really wanted to hi- highlight this week is Damian Pierce this week going up against the New York Giants, who's on the opposite side of this game against Saquon Barkley. Damian Pierce just continues to be more and more involved in this running game. He is pretty much the the workhorse here. He is one of the few running backs that we can really call that. He's averaging 17.3 carries per game, three and a half targets per game, with a 70% opportunity share. Uh, he has 19 red zone touches on the season and four goal line carries. Over 700 total yards, two touchdowns. He's averaging 15.4 fantasy points per game, which is 14th most among all running backs. Damian Pierce has been excellent so far to start this year. He didn't score a touchdown last week despite running for 140 total yards. He's also involved in the passing game uh, with a 10.5% target share. So Damian Pierce is in a great spot. You know, the Giants this year have been very bad against the run. 23rd in rush DVOA. They allow the eighth most rushing yards on the season and the ninth, but all, the ninth fewest rushing touchdowns. Uh, and they allow 17.5 PPR points per game to the position so Damian Pierce is in a really good spot this isn't really a matchup you're afraid of the Giants just throttling them and kind of game scripting Damian Pierce out of so I absolutely love Damian Pierce this week uh so I, you're absolutely starting him with confidence top 10 option for me this week the other guy uh that I want to hit on here is Josh Jacobs after Josh Jacobs had that awesome you know three week span where he just looked like an, an absolute monster he has really cooled off over the last couple of weeks and this week they get a pretty rough matchup against the Colts the Colts have been very good against the run they rank fifth in rush DVOA they've had the 12th fewest rushing yards and eighth in the eighth fewest touchdowns as well but uh J- Jacob is going to continue to be a borderline RB1 every week due to his insane volume 83 percent opportunity share 11 percent target share he also ranks top five in rushing yards and is 19.4 fantasy points per game still seventh most he's been really efficient despite the fact that he hasn't really been uh great the last couple of weeks uh fifth in yards created per touch first in missed tackles force and 16th in routes run as well so i listen this isn't a great matchup for josh jacobs like i said the colts have been very good against the run but if he's going to continue to see this kind of usage it's really hard to even consider sitting a player like josh jacobs 
I think moving forward, you can view Josh Jacobs as probably a little bit more in the range of what he was. He's not a guy that's going to be giving you 25, 30 fantasy points a week. That's just never been him. But he can still be a solid you know, back-end RB1 rest of season. So let's go ahead and move over to our RB2s. We have Aaron Jones. Now, Aaron Jones, he should be okay this week. We have him in here. Uh, Tess came back negative on that ankle injury that he suffered that he missed the second half of, the, of, of last week's game against the Lions. He should be good to go this week. We have him at RB13. Then we have that with Cordero Patterson, Tony Pollard, uh, Leonard Fournette, Deonta Foreman, Jonathan Taylor, Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift, Antonio Gibson, David Montgomery, James Conner, and Jeff Wilson wrap up our top 24 running backs. Let's go ahead and get into some of these RB2s that I want to highlight this week. Let's go ahead and start things up with Cordero Patterson. Uh, right now in the season, he's averaging 14 and a half carries per game, 58% of the opportunities, 1.8 targets per game. So with, uh, he's also averaging 76.8 rushing yards per game and one touchdown per game over the five games that he's been he's played. He's also averaging 15.4 fantasy points per game. He's 23rd in yards created per touch and 35th in yards after contact per attempt. Now, this past week in his first game back uh, coming off IR, he saw 39% of the snaps. He received 42% of the opportunities, uh, 13 carries to Tyler Algier, who played 38% of the snaps, 10 carries. And then also Caleb Huntley played 21% of the snaps and had seven carries. Now, with, with Cordero Patterson, you know, he looks like he's also the goal line back. He saw a couple goal line carries last week, scored a touchdown last week against the Chargers. So this week, you know, they get a really, really good matchup against the Panthers. The Panthers are 21st in rush VOA. They'll have the fifth most rushing yards at 139.3 per clip. And they also allow the fifth most rushing touchdown and the third most fantasy points per game in this matchup against the Panthers. The only tough part with Cordero Patterson is these other running backs are going to miss in. So Tyler Algier, I also think, is a decent flex option this week. I talked about him last week as being another guy that you can plug in. Scored 13 fantasy points last week. I think CPAT and Tyler Algier are going to really uh, handle the, the lion's share of this backfield with Ty, with Caleb Huntley also mixing in. It's going to be a little bit frustrating, but with this matchup, I can't stick uh, Cordero Patterson. Next up, we have Tony Pollard. They get the Packers this week coming off their bye. We'll have to see what's going to happen with Ezekiel Elliott. If Ezekiel Elliott were to miss again this week, he would he would be right back up in the top 12 running backs, just like we saw him the week before, or just like we saw him uh, before their bye. But I do think that Ezekiel Elliott could return this week. But I still, I still think Tony Pollard is a solid RB2 option this week against the Packers. Tony Pollard on the year is averaging 10.1 carries per game, 2.5 targets per game. He has 506 rushing yards, 121 receiving yards, and 5 touchdowns, which is good for 13.1 fantasy points per game. He's been excellent in terms of efficiency, 10th in yards per route run, 17th in yards created per touch, and 5th in yards after contact per attempt on the year. Now, the Packers have really struggled against the run. They're 31st in rush DVOA. They've allowed the second most rushing yards and 12th most fantasy points per game. So I do think Tony Pollard is definitely a, a must-start this week. In a great matchup against the Packers. Even if Zeke Elliott plays, you know, I, I think they're definitely going to split touches here like they've been doing all year. And Tony Pollard's efficiency just makes him a must-start most every single week, especially in great matchups. And this certainly qualifies as one. So you can start Tony Pollard whether Zeke Elliott plays or not. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. 
all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Next up, let's talk about Jamal Williams. They get another great matchup against Chicago this week. Uh, Jamal Williams averaging 14.6 carries per game, 1.7 targets per game, 21st, 21 red zone touches, which is fifth most among all running backs. 464 rushing yards and eight touchdowns for 15.3 fantasy points per game. He hasn't been very efficient whatsoever. 57th in yards created per touch, 36th in missed tackles force, and 37th in yards after contact per attempt. But the usage has, has definitely been there. He had 24 touches last week and a 61% snap share. You compare that to uh, DeAndre Swift, who had six touches uh, and 16% snap share last week. Last week against the Green Bay Packers. And so, you know, we, we've we've been hearing this from Dan Campbell that DeAndre Swift is going to be limited while he's coming back from this injury. As long as that gets, is the case, Jamal Williams is a is a pretty solid RB two uh, moving forward. Uh, especially with the amount of carries he's seeing. He's he's very much uh, turned into a little bit more of a touchdown-dependent type player, though, with his eight touchdowns, which is like top three among all running backs. Uh, but this is a great matchup against Chicago. Chicago is 29th in rush DVOA. They've allowed the fourth most rushing touchdowns. They've allowed the fourth most rushing yards, the third most rushing touchdowns, and the fourth most fantasy points to running backs. So Jamal Williams uh, is a little bit touchdown-dependent, but if he's going to continue to see you know, 20 plus touches, even if he doesn't, I, I don't, I don't think that's something I would expect every week, but I still think you could probably pencil in to seeing probably 15 to 17 touches per game on the ground. And I, that should be enough uh, for him to be a viable RB two moving forward. Now we do have Deandre Swift, right? Right below him. I think you're going to see him get ramped up a little bit more, see a little bit more opportunity. I think in that game last week, the way that game turned out against Green Bay, they really leaned a little bit more on, on Jamal Williams. But if Chicago can get out to an early lead, that's where I think you can see DeAndre Swift utilize a little bit more in the passing game. So I do still think both these guys are viable options, but it's harder to trust DeAndre Swift when he's only playing 16% of snaps and only six touches. He definitely looks like the much more explosive running back, but they're being careful with DeAndre Swift, which is really uh, nerfing his fantasy value right now. So let's keep it moving. In the same game, let's jump over to the other side. We have David Montgomery versus the Lions. He's averaging 13 carries, two targets, 16 red zone touches. He also has 361 rushing yards, which is not very good on the, on the amount of touches he's seeing, and 135 receiving yards and two touchdowns. He's only averaging 10.4 fantasy points per game, but he's also 45th in yards per route run, 19th in yards created per touch, but he has seventh in evaded tackles. So David Montgomery, you know, last week it played another 70% of the snaps, though either one of them did absolutely nothing. Him and Khalil Herbert actually didn't play very well whatsoever. This was much more of a shootout. Obviously, whenever your quarterback rushes for 178 yards, you know, that is going to play a factor in what the running backs are able to do here. I don't expect uh, Justin Fields that rush for 170 yards every week. And this is a great matchup. Last week, it wasn't. It was a smart game plan. They kind of went away from the run a little bit, at least utilizing the running backs, because Miami is very good against the run. But you can't say that about the Lions. The Lions are 27th in rush DVOA, which is terrible. Sixth most rushing yards, second most uh, touchdowns. And they've allowed the sixth most fantasy points to the position. So I think David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert are both guys that I think you can kind of view as, as borderline RB2s this week. I think both of them can be utilized depending on what other options you may have. 
But, you know, uh, Khalil Herbert's been the much more of the efficient runner compared to David Montgomery. But David Montgomery has been utilized more as a pass catcher and utilized more in the passing situations, which is why you saw him play 70% of the snaps last week. So I do think David Montgomery is somebody you can look to play this week in a great matchup. But I also wouldn't rule out Khalil Herbert if you own him as well. It just really depends on what other options you may have. And then in a very similar situation, let's jump over to Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert. Last week, they split carries nine apiece. Wilson had three targets to, to one to Mostert. Both scored a touchdown. Wilson played 49% of the snaps, and Raheem Mostert played 47% of the snaps. Again, another elite matchup here for both these running backs. Cleveland on the year is 30th in rush DVOA. They love the 11th most rushing yards, the fourth most touchdowns, and the fifth most fantasy points to running backs. So I think both these guys are good options. Jeff Wilson. Uh, I, th- I think he actually looked better than what Raheem Mostert did last week. He looked more explosive. He obviously knows this the system coming from you know Kyle Shanahan. So it's not it's going to take nothing for him to get more and more acclimated. Now, considering this was his first start and playing forty nine percent of the snaps, I wouldn't be surprised if he continues to pull away for Raheem Mostert. I think it does make some sense to go with both of these guys as kind of back in RB two. So very similar to kind of the David Montgomery situation with Khalil Herbert and there's a couple other guys that I want to hit on really quickly in kind of the RB three range that we have. You know Najee Harris. I still has him. I still have him as a back in RB three. I just cannot trust him whatsoever he has been awful this year 13 and a half carries per game three and a half targets per game he's 361 rushing yards 112 receiving yards three touchdowns 10.9 fantasy points per game he's 34th in yards per route run 46th in yards created per touch and 13th in evaded tackles but this is a really bad matchup against the saints the saints are eighth in rush dvoa they have the 17th but they have allowed the 17th most uh fantasy points to running backs but uh, this Pittsburgh offensive line has been awful. They rank 24th in adjusted line yards, 29th in uh, second level in open field yards on the year. So I just can't trust Najee Harris being in this offense. And if you have other options, I I, I am fine with sitting Najee Harris. We have to stop looking at him like like who we thought he was could have been or what he was last year. Because he's not even seeing that type of volume that he was seeing last year. 13 and a half carries per game uh, and only three and a half targets is not what we were seeing from him last year. I and mean, this is the guy that was seeing you know, 18 to 20 carries per game. Now 13 and a half carries per game is just not very good. We're seeing Jalen Warren mix in a little bit more in this backfield. So I just can't trust Najee Harris. Uh, some other honorable guys that we've talked about, I, you know, Zeke, if he plays, you're definitely looking to play him against the Packers. I, I think he could be a little bit more limited, especially coming off this knee injury. I don't know if you're going to see him handle 15, 16, 17 carries. It's still a great matchup. So I still think you're looking to play him if you have him. And then Tyler Algier already talked about. Cleo Herbert already talked about. And then Devin Singletary is going to be one we have to monitor because of the Josh Allen situation. If Josh Allen is out and we're looking at, and we are looking at Case Keenum, this is a completely different conversation because uh, right now we're waiting to hear the news for Josh Allen on this elbow injury, his UCL that, uh, that, that he has suffered. And so he did miss it four weeks a couple of years ago to the same injury. And this changes the complexity of this entire offense when you go from obviously Josh Allen down to Case Keenum. So, But if they do play, this is a good matchup against Minnesota. Minnesota has not been very good against opposing running backs this year. So Devin Singletary is another option I think you could look at as kind of a flex option this week. Uh, for running back. So so I appreciate everybody checking out the video. Uh, be sure to hit that like and subscribe button for future content. We will be going live Wednesday night to answer all of your start state questions as we do every single week of the season. If you're into DFS, uh, we go live on Thursday nights. And then we player prop should return this week. Can't hold me to it. And then we'll be back again Sunday uh, Sunday for another start set show. So keep it locked in here. I appreciate you checking out the video. We will catch you on the next one. Bye.